Hello, welcome to Greenlit with me, the voice which belongs to Toby Earl. In each episode of Greenlit, a guest receives the thrilling news their life is to be made into a biopic, and we discuss how that story will be told. Will they star? Which moments won't make it into the adaptation? And will Dracula make an appearance? In this episode, comedian, writer and actor Freya Parker will plot the course of this certain blockbuster. Parker is one half of Edinburgh Comedy Award-nominated sketch duo Lazy Susan, whose new series kick-started the return of BBC Three as a TV channel. She's appeared in The Mash Report, Josh, the upcoming Jurassic World Dominion, she's been filming Wonka and is, so far, the only person to have brutally murdered me during a live comedy show. Freya Parker, welcome to Greenlit. Hey, thank you very much. What an intro. I mean, you've been busy. Just yeah. on that point of uh, homicide, have you, dialed, murder, have you yeah. dialed it down a bit? Similar vibe, to be honest. Similar. Um, Got to keep my edge sharp <laughs> in, a, in a literal and every other sense. So, What was your yeah. preferred weapon? I, 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 was it a hammer or was it something? Was it? Did you have a variety of MOs? Oh, uh, it was a, oh, was it a bat? Just a blunt instrument, I think. Whatever was to hand, yeah, I'm, I'm quite resourceful. <laughs> I, I imagine then with um, with your aptitude for homicide, mm. Cluedo, very limiting for choice of murder weapon. Exactly, yeah, and it's a bit it's a bit of a busman's holiday for me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm always like, oh, God, like, okay, but I will win. We should, we should mention um, the homicide took place during the run of Mother. Forgive me, Mother. Forgive Sorry, me mother. forgive me, Mother. Yep which ran at the Edinburgh Festival and then played elsewhere. How many murders do you think you did over the course of that show's run, forgive me, Mother? Well, approximately maybe 40. Then we did Soho, so that's yes. you clocking in another 20, <laughs> there, um, yourself included. Um, mm. Yeah, it's, it's, a high, it's a high body count. <laughs> I'm, definitely, I'm definitely up there with like Bond in terms of... Sheer just loss of life for entertainment and and resourcefulness as well. Yeah, like you said, yeah. the resourcefulness. Yeah, yeah. Did anyone ever take uh, their murder badly? <laughs> Only to, probably approx two men in Edinburgh didn't want to play. Didn't want to play along. So, as soon as they realised that they couldn't sort of control the atmosphere and be <laughs> <laughs> the funny the funny guy on stage, because me and Celeste are like, well, sorry mate, but we're the funny guy. <laughs> They got a bit, a bit shirty and a bit. Um, I think one of one of them was a bit drunk. Did we throw him out? I can't remember now. Blocked it oh. all out. Oh man. Um, yeah, only got only got derailed twice when a couple of men were like, "Oh, we'd actually, I don't like facilitating this gag." But no, by and large, people went happily to the slaughter. Very much yeah. like Edward Woodward in The Wicker Man. They just went along with it. Exactly. Just, yeah. We should mention, forgive me, mother, is available on one of your major streaming services. Yeah, yeah, it's available. Definitely, you just type it in. Maybe type in Soho Theatre Live. Thing and it's on there as is your good self. Uh, well, immortalized, murdered, live, murdered. live, live, yeah. murdered. Uh, yeah, I haven't been able to look at Chocolate Heroes. The same was it Heroes? I think the the, the packet of chocolates I was I was given. Um, I think it was Heroes. Yeah, um, heroes, heroes or Roses. It would really depend on the sponsorship that night. <laughs> <laughs> and and so I mean there there was there was murdering me, which you know I really enjoyed that. Thank you for having me. And and of course now you're in Hollywood. We hear um, <laughs> just, we, we, just in Hollywood. Yeah. Just in Hollywood. Lazy Susan in Hollywood. Um, yeah, yeah, we're just on the Sunset Strip at the minute. It's great for you to dial in. Hey, pleasure. And I'm glad, just glad the line's so clear, you know. 
just out where because uh, you know, Lazy Susan is going to Hollywood by all accounts. Yep. Um, you've, yeah, yeah. You've, you're in Jurassic World Dominion, which comes out this yeah. year. You've been filming yeah. Wonka, which comes out next year. Lazy yeah. Susan's obviously hitting the big screen, in the, the silver screen in Tinseltown um, yeah, in the near yeah, future. Yeah. So you're in LA. So what can you see out of your window right now? It's just, it's just the beach. Um, oh. It's, it's just the beach, and then a film studio just slightly to the side. Oh man! So it's um, like literally yeah. like in, yeah, in our dreams. That's literally what LA looks like, doesn't it? A film studio yeah. on the beach. Yeah, people working out all over the place, roller skating, seventies oh, sort of clothes. Yeah, it's um, it's basically it's like once upon a time in Hollywood. Is it a bit visually? Yeah. yeah. Can you see Zach Efron buying a hot dog from a street vendor? I can't. Zach. 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 Hi, mate. Yeah, he's... Um, oh, bless him. To- it's Toby. It's Toby. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell him he's uh, giving me a thumbs up. Yeah, oh, great. What a great. guy. Because he did... I think he did Veganuary. I remember when he was yeah. on Facebook Messenger, he was telling me. Oh, it's, yeah, that's cl- it's classic him. That's, that's him in a nutshell, it's isn't it? Enron, it's Efron all over, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the thing is, you are in Hollywood right now, obviously, like we yeah. said, Lazy Susan's yeah, yeah. in Hollywood. So you are exactly. well-equipped for this. And I have to ask, yeah. big, first big question... Is it biopic or biopic? I think I'd say biopic, but I wouldn't feel confident. <laughs> I guess just my, I think I'd be, it's one of those words that you read. It's a bit like, <laughs> name, you know, you know, one of those words that you read, but it's a bit like the name Penelope. Before <gasps> I say that in my head, I shout Penelope and then I have to <laughs> correct. So as I'd be saying biopic, I'd, in my head, I'd be going biopic, biopic, biopic. Penelope. Have you ever have you ever done a have you ever written a rap rhyming that with envelope? Not yet, not yet. But I've got the whole day free after I've it <laughs> to the beach. <laughs> oh yeah, do, do do of course top up your tan while while in LA. Of course, don't don't forget yeah, to, to yeah, do yeah. that. So it's biopic. I do like by biopic. the way. You know, the, the the I'd never really thought of Penelope in that way before. Now I'm never not going to be able to think of Penelope. Now I'm just oh so many words like that for me leopard le- leopard. Right. I always I just have a little little correction there. And do you do you take your time before you bundle into one of those words, or do you have you learned to take your time before you bundle into one of those words? <laughs> um, yeah, there's often like a quite a long, challenging pause, challenging for the people, other people in the conversation. But they know they they know it's either going to be Penelope or a leopard. So. Where would you have this meeting with these executives? Because you're going to turn your uh, life into a film. Where are you going to have that meeting? You're obviously in Tinseltown now. Yeah, would you have yeah, that yeah. meeting in their office, at the studio? Would you be in a restaurant? Would you go to a car park? What, what, where would you go? Well, I think car park might feel a bit drug deal, which is not, qu- not quite the direction that I'm, I'm thinking for this project. I think actually, because I'd want to feel comfortable and confident, I'd probably have it somewhere like a ball pool. <laughs> like for adults obviously no kids allowed right just somewhere that's like fun relaxing colorful yeah playful playful and we can get drinks like we can get drink it's the, the drinks aren't the, the, the refreshments aren't a problem could you could, so just is it is it a child's ball pool full of adults or is it an adult's ball pool with adults in <laughs> full of kids no it's um it's an it's an adult's ball it's an adult adult, adult. Ball pit. is there a bar you could swim up to yeah oh god yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Stools in the in the balls, yeah, yeah. It's a lovely visual image. Are you all just are you loud? Are you all just kind of like treading water there, treading balls? Yeah, we're treading balls. We're all we're all fully clothed, so we've got (laughs) we've got that. We've got the clothes on. The thing is about this this ball pit, this ball pool. It's very deep. 
um, <gasps> it's playful, but there's still an element of like, okay, we've well, got to listen. Yeah. You know, you got to stay a little bit focused. You've got to do constant head counts because if you go down, you know, no one's going to know. Have, have you have you ever rescued anyone from a ball pool? Do you, do you know the correct procedures, like life-saving procedures? Does anyone there have it? Is there a guard on duty even? This is the thing. There's no guard on duty. There's a, a safety ring to, to throw in. Um, but apart from that, it's, it's completely unmanned, unwomaned. I mean, I like the, it, like you say, it's fraught with danger. So people have to be on their yeah. guard. Yeah, so it's like, ha, ha, but everyone's hugging the sides. And that's the sort of destabilizing, <laughs> destabilizing playful atmosphere that I always create for all of my meetings. I would, do you know what? I would really actually like to see a really deep ball pool. Because, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen those videos of those free divers who were trying to set like a world record. Oh. And they go down those swimming pools that are like super oh God, deep. Yeah. There's, a re- isn't, there's a really, there's one really deep pool somewhere that I read an article about and was yeah. just sort of thrilled and horrified yes they've got those like guide guide ropes yes that they, that they go down yeah yes in that a ball, kind of in thing a ball pit. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. a ball pool could you imagine that just falling yeah. forever yeah and what i'd also like is um you know the the trash compactor scene in in star wars yes that little sort of worm thing <laughs> i'd like yes. that element I'd, like, I'd probably introduce that sort of element as well literally so every one of the executives might be sp- talking and all of a sudden they just yank they just down get, they get they get pulled down yeah and that might you know that might have to be actors but <laughs> you know it's la i've got you know i've literally got a whole beach of, of extras out there that i can just yank and put in the pool there's the, there's there are, there's probably an out of work actor at the bottom of the pool hoping someone yeah. uses them for something whatever oh, it is God. yeah or would you would you would you like the jaws music playing throughout yeah 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 if it's if it's available Readily commercially yeah, available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's if he's popped it on, into library tracks, I'll certainly, <laughs> I'll certainly use it. Yeah, yeah. Well, exciting news! Your life has been greenlit for a biopic. But how would your life be told by Hollywood, which is obviously where you are, or Bollywood, mm-hmm. or Nollywood? And what mm. sort of creative control would you exercise in bringing the greatest story you know to the big screen? Mm. So, Freya Parker, mm. big question: What's the film called? So there's two, well, I'm still sort of swithering. Um, <laughs> that's not the title. Either something like, what, like both one word. Right. You know, for maximum yep. impact. Yeah. Like Jaws. Yes. Um, either cheeky. Cheeky. Yeah, cheeky. A cheeky guy. Or <laughs> crackers. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. Crackers, obviously, you know, I'm a bit, I'm a bit crackers. And also, <laughs> I absolutely like, I love... I love to snack and I, I love crackers so much. <laughs> I genuinely love, like, I eat crackers all the time throughout the day. Different what? types, different genre, different <laughs> toppings. I love a cracker. Uh, okay. What, what, any, any type of cracker? Like, or is there kind of a king or queen cracker for you and then other ones make do? Or is it just general crackerage? General crackerage. Well, I like, I mean, you've got your classic, you know, you've got your, almost like your, your water biscuits, you kind of, <laughs> your classic you got i mean you've got rye vita which i think gets a, a real bad rap but actually you pop a bit of lurpak and some mature cheddar on that that's that's a great snack a bit of cracked black pepper oh my gosh yeah but even salt if i'm feeling particularly reckless with my health <laughs> i mean this is hollywood talking i mean this is hollywood this is big budget money this is big budget yeah, money. yeah, yeah. lurpak yeah, and yeah, yeah. cheddar on one rye vita together yeah 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 yeah. big time big time bit, bit of avo Yes. A bit of smoked paprika on the top. Smoked paprika? 
Oh my god, get it on your avocado. I'm serious. What does smoked serious. paprika look like? Is it is it flakes? No, it's um a it powder. just basically looks like um paprika, but um but it's got this lovely smoky taste. I actually don't know what normal paprika, paprika, something like a biopic paprika, 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 leopard, leopard. Um, Penelope's paprika leopard. Penelope. Leopard. So so crackers is born out of a, a snack love, but also, yeah. of course, you're, you're a crackers kind of guy. You're a crackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a, you're a comedian. Yeah, crackers. Um, oh, cheeky, I'm also a big fan of. Would you yeah. Would you have it in like, almost like a Comic Sans font? <laughs> would you have like something like that? Or um, and why cheeky? Or, or like, what's the one that's just symbols? Windings. Windings, yeah. Like, yeah, you know, fuck it. If it comes <laughs> Like windings, absolutely unintelligible, but to the select few clowns who obviously converse <laughs> in windings. I just think cheeky, you know, life's hard, isn't it? Mm. Um, got to keep it light. Got to try and be a little cheeky guy. I've devoted my life to being a cheeky guy. Is that is that is it from from childhood? Where have you been? Have you been cheeky since childhood? I think I have been cheeky cheeky since childhood. Yeah, which could actually be the full name of the film. <laughs> Was that ever a, uh, a school report uh, a word uh, that was uh, used? Oh, God, I mean, probably. It was always the classic, like, you know, if Freya spent as much time into her work as she did with messing around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much, yeah. Cheeky, cheeky, from the, cheeky from the offset. Well, I see, I like both of them. And also Crackers brings to mind, there were those films, I don't know, in the 70s, where they were like, was it, was it Barbara Streisand was in a film called Nuts? Was that? Was that? Ooh, was that? I don't. I don't know that. I've also um, just remembered um, Cracker with Robbie Coltrane. Is Robbie available? I don't know. We can. I think he. I think he must be. I think he must be yeah. around. So yeah, there was a film called Nuts with um, Barbara Streisand and Richard Dreyfuss, yeah. and um, like is that? And, and you know, that's the kind. Of, it was 1987, and that kind of thing of, oh, it's in your face. This person's crackers, you know, or are oh, they yeah. crackers? You know, is it could it be a kind of, could it be a question? Oh, okay, yeah. I'm just looking. I've just um, looked up the uh, picture of nuts. Oh, okay. So she's in a hospital gown in in a prison. Oh, it's a serious. Is it a serious? Serious. Film? It's serious. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they'd call it nuts now. No, I don't. I don't think that would fly. Um, oh, so the the tagline for nuts is. <laughs> <laughs> mad as in angry or just plain dot 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 nuts <laughs> <laughs> i really don't think they'd i don't think they'd do it now don't think they'd do that now ah no that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't seem in wow. any way sensitive to the issues being explored which i imagine are fairly heavy no i'm gonna get on that though that looks that looks great it's got great hair in it strike is it big curly ringlet type hair uh that yeah. she's got yeah, yeah, yeah. the 80s kind of big mm. hair I mean, that's a look, isn't it? Like, could you, would yeah. you, would you kind of have like a wig or something if you were playing? Would you kind of, would it be you, but would you make a version of you? What, who actually playing the lead? Well, yeah, well, we'll, some, yeah. yeah, go on. Well, we can, we can go, we'll get on to the lead. I was just wondering, just talking about Streisand's hair and nuts. Yeah, and is, yeah. you know, whether or not she's nuts. Would you, would you like, like to play around with your appearance? Would you like to have something a little bit different? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I do secretly always want to do a film where I have to shave my head. <laughs> <laughs> Cuckoo. Um, Why is that? I just think it would just be so fun to just shave my head. Have you ever come close to shaving your head? Uh, not really. I'd love to cultivate that um, that myth, but no, no. I had it quite short when I was a when I was a teenager, as a right. little, little punk. 
So I'd quite like that. Also, feel quite nice, nice and fuzzy. Would you have you hang on? Have you ever in your comedy, uh, or I mean, even at home, just to pass the time, had like a skull cap on? Have had like gone gone bald for camera or otherwise? Have you ever done that? Looked in the mirror and uh, thought, I suit this. Well, there's two different things there. I have had a bald cap on, but I've never gone that. That's great. That's a great <laughs> look. No, I've always gone like, oh, I've got a huge head. <laughs> I've got a massive forehead that, you know, and that's just something I live with every day. And I think it's being, big. Oh, it's enormous. I had my hair cut um, the other day and I said to the hairdresser, I was like, oh, do you think I should get a fringe? I've got this big forehead. And he literally went, oh, no, no, no. And I was like, oh, uh, felt quite, felt quite cool. Will you be going back there? Do you know what? I actually won't. <laughs> purely because he laughed at me would you would you like a would you like a like a proper fringe like a winkleman over the eye fringe i'd quite well i'd love a um like a pulp fiction uma thurman <gasps> real <Yep>. like disciplined, <clears throat> disciplined fringe but i've got one of those <laughs> Ken Pan, lots of words i can't pronounce it turns out is it a, is it a car 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 flick cow flick thing on the front of your head a, a, what's that a cow flick a cow lick cow lick a cowlick, like when you have cowlick. that kind of thing on your foot, like that little bit of hair that kind of curls up. And you... Yeah, that sort of won't go. I think I've got one of them. So I think if I had a fr- the, the hairdresser was like, you'd be fighting it. You'd just always be fighting it. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, yeah. who doesn't, you know, a bit of, bit, of, bit of conflict in your life, a bit of extra conflict might be fun. Exactly, yeah, you can use it. I mean, you can always use it. It's always material, isn't it? Always use it. Fighting my fringe, I'm thinking, is also quite a good... Um, there's a tagline wow, in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Let me just my fringe. Write that down. Yeah. Um. So, uh, which are you veering towards, cheeky or crackers? Which, which, which are you preferring for your for your film title? Oh god, I'm so torn. Um. Oh, could you do a? Could you do? Oh no, you couldn't do two titles. That would be too confusing, wouldn't it? Like yeah. one for the sort of US market and one for. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Do you know what? Yeah, actually, I think I might do that. I think I might do Cheeky for the UK release and then maybe Crackers for the US international market. I like, oh, this is good. Because people go, oh, we've seen Cheeky. No, no, oh, you should really watch it. Oh, I'll tell you what, though, I have seen Crackers. Have you seen Crackers? Oh, I no, love that. You... I love that. Yeah, that's, ah, that's, that's really oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Go, like you guys. That. Got to talk more. Yeah. You really have to. Yeah. So we've got, we've got title. But Freya Parker, what is the opening scene to Cheeky slash Crackers? Well, I think it might be a bit cliched. It's, it's got to be the birth, right? <gasps> it's, birth. I think we've got to go. We've Your got birth. To go back to the my birth. Yeah, I think it. But I so I came out the sunroof. I'm a sunroof. <laughs> what? Oh, I see. Um, I, 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 I... <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm imagining like a sort of quite a calm sort of, but a bit um, it's like slightly surreal, slightly abstract. Might get the guy who directs Euphoria to come and you know. <gasps> But Great. his kind of Sam incredible visuals. Yeah, I'll see if Sam's available. And Robbie, yep. Yeah, um, what a pairing. <laughs> the pairing everyone, everyone's waiting for. <laughs> when is Robbie Coltrane in Euphoria? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> He's the new kid. <laughs> the new kid in school. <laughs> Something off about that kid. Um, so I'm imagining like, yeah, the sort of the bird scene, but it's quite sort of calm. And yep. then like, obviously I like the baby comes out. And then I imagine like people start being like, what, what, what is that? What is that? And then like sort of crash zooming on the baby. I turn around, got little sunglasses on and I'm like, <laughs> it's, and then I'm like, it's me. And then freeze frame and then, freeze frame and then cheeky or crackers. <laughs> yeah. 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 
so it's you know it's very very personal very grounded quite serious opening I think it's a very serious opening it's like a it's a really lovely counterpoint to the mm. alien scene with John Hurt like exactly yeah like I, I'm aware of the sun, how how small the small the sunglasses are they are they black like Ray Ban Wayfarer type yeah thing? yeah they're, they're like Blues Brothers they're like yeah they're blue, it's Blues Brothers and I might even be in a little suit, <laughs> maybe like a Blues Brothers style suit that's that's sort of TBC but something that's the that's definitely the vibe are you also without going too graphic are you also absolutely pristine or are you oh, still oh my god yeah no absolutely pristine no, there's nothing there's no there's nothing there's mucus clean, nothing no clean fresh sharp ready to take take on the world and then and then maybe like we after the freeze frame cut back and then everyone just starts clapping <laughs> we just clapping. oh my god and then i walk out of the hospital, walk out of the hospital. <laughs> immediately <laughs> immediately yeah like there's something sort of almost not right about it but everyone's like okay and as the <laughs> as you're as you're walking out and i was gonna say toddling but you're not toddling you're clearly too confident for that I know, i'm, wa- I'm fully, fully walking, walking yeah, yeah. fully walking yeah. And then, like, it goes back to the receptionist. Does, does the camera go back to the receptionist? And they say, that kid is crackers. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, absolutely, that can be in there. Yeah. It can also, that can be quite a famous person. It can be, like, you know, the old school, like, Austin Powers intros. Yes. Like, it's like Tom Cruise and, like, oh, my God, it's Meryl. Like, Meryl Streep could be, yes. could be the recept, you know, if, if, again, if Meryl's available. Um, I'm, I'm, in, I'm absolutely into this. Meryl Streep yeah. going, that kid is crackers. This is golden stuff. Do you mm. like uh, hospital-type drama or places, or are you quite happy to leave the hospital behind rapidly? I mean, I don't, I don't love a hospital. Yeah, I, th- I think let's just get get out of there. Get out fairly, fairly quickly. I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that is, do you think? Do you think crackers? <laughs> just, just, sorry, I just, I'm not ever going to get that image of you in a tiny <laughs> blues by the suit walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Is that does that set the tone? I think so because I think visually it's going to have. <laughs> lots of sort of very intriguing interesting quite surreal elements okay and then you've got the you know it's a sort it is a very kind of cheeky opening you obviously <laughs> like okay so this is going to be this is going to be something cheeky going to happen here and obviously you've got like just this sort of you know hyper hyper realism meeting that cheeky mm. that cheeky elements i think i think it does i think it really sort of paints the picture and so this is a this is a terrific opening um, I'm, Thank I'm, you. I, I, lo- I, I really love it and I love the applause by the assembled medics um, yeah. it's a beautiful touch who though Freya is cast in the lead who is playing Freya Parker and, our, and, and like are, are we talking is the same person going to play the baby as they play you as, uh, as, as an adult well do you know we're in talks at the minute because a couple of people in the mix <laughs> but the tricky thing is is that we want them as they were 20 30 years ago so mm-hmm. you, you Juliana Moore you Julian Anderson yes but back in the day yes okay um, 90s so 90s yeah so I think part of the budget is either going to have to be spent on a time machine or <laughs> some pretty heavy heavy prosthetics but we don't want it to be like you know in the um oh god what's he called what's the Scorsese the Irishman long... you don't want them where they, they look young but they're clearly like older men it's hilarious but not not the vibe so yeah so we're sort of toying with the time machine but to be honest like I wouldn't be adverse to one of the Muppets being involved oh wow and I I sort of I've got affinity with with obviously many of them you know Gonzo obviously but yeah but all them or the little guy who was in the new one who joined the Muppets 
in the new one who joined uh, uh, uh you know the um the one who screamed all the time who was like a muppet super fan do you know what i'm gonna be honest i haven't uh, seen the new muppet film it was in like the first of the new ones oh <laughs> is that, that big enough for you is that the one with um, um oh god where they travel by mac and um yeah 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 exactly i can't remember the guy's name yeah jason siegel jason siegel that's right I'm oh tra- I've, I've got it it's walter Oh yeah, with the hair, yeah, the centre yeah. parting and the watch. Okay, got so that. Me. That sort of, um, you know, he's he, you know, he's very good and he's very um, obviously versatile. I also actually, because I'm a huge dog lover, I haven't got a dog, want one. Um, <laughs> I also wouldn't be actually adverse to like a like a dog playing me, like a little <laughs> kind of like um, a snowy, you know, like snowy from Tintin, a sort of yes, quite a like a plucky, yeah, like a plucky little pup. Yeah, okay. There's a couple of things I want to ask about the the, the choice of lead, right? Um, yeah, I'm going to start with humans. Can I start with humans? Yeah, Julianne Moore, yeah. Gillian Anderson from the 90s. Why either of them? Yeah. It's mainly the hair colour. Got you. And they're really good. Um, I mean, inarguable. You know, they seem like nice ladies, good teeth, um, <laughs> nice hair. They made interesting choices. And I trust them with my story, I think, most of all. I trust them to bring this project the skills that it needs. Who who do you think isn't a nice lady in Hollywood? <laughs> um, I don't know. Bear in mind you are in Hollywood, and so you know. Yeah, maybe do you know what? this is why I'm hes- this is why I'm hesitating because I'm obviously on headphones, but you never know. You never who's know. Listening. And the, mm. the my window onto the beach is cracked just slightly. Yeah. There's people down obviously on the film set that you know the sound guys and girls they can they can pick up. I can hear. Is that stuff. I can just hear in the back? Is that Gal Gadot singing Imagine? I can hear. Yeah, sorry, Gal. Gal. Yeah, can you not? Thank you. Sorry. Joe, she's lovely, but you just sometimes. You just, the thing is, though, she can take it. You sometimes you've got to just be like, <laughs> just no. But thank, but thank you. You know. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, non-humans playing you. Um, yeah. Why? Why do you do you say you share an affinity with Gonzo? And you say kind of obviously. Is that because you really like chickens, or why? Why is it that you really like Gonzo from the Muppets? Well, I, well, I've always actually, right on my desk here, this is like a tiny little gonzo that I've oh, yeah. had since, since I was a kid. Oh Just my word. Desk. Is that a Muppet baby yeah. gonzo? It's a Muppet baby gonzo. Yeah. Oh, he's got a ban- um, is that a chick? It is a baby. Ch- it's a chicken, isn't it? He's yeah. a little chick. That's very it's cute. Little chicken. It's always a bit like him and Camilla and all the other chickens. <laughs> like, are they all together? Like, it's always been a bit. <laughs> It's always been like Gonzo's clearly either in like a throuple or like a you know multiple group relationship, isn't he, with these chickens? And I think I feel, just feel like no one's talking about it. And I'm, and, I, and I'm happy. I'm happy, truly happy for them all. But it's all, I've always been like I kind of want to know more about that. Yeah, he's just done a sort of what there's a film where he like water skis and they're all in a triangle, and I'm like that's great. <laughs> like that's that you know brilliant. I'll 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 watch that. I'll applaud that. But. What happens when you get home? When, they, when, the, when, when the cameras stop rolling, what's, what's going that? on? Yeah, even just domestically. I'm not even talking about all, all the other stuff. I just want to know, is it like sort of Mormon sister wives or what? what's the deal? Um, but no, yeah, I've, I've always felt an, an affinity with Gonzo. You know, he's this sort of weird alien, mm. um, likes wearing capes. Um, Would you wear a cape in the film? Would your character wear a cape in the film? Do you know what? Very possibly. I just, you know, love a cape. Makes you faster. (laughs) Um, You know, that's just for starters. Do you know what? You're right. And and yet, and yet, look at the Olympics. You never see sprinters wearing capes. What are they thinking? Yeah. I've always, I've always thought that. 
and I've been watching the Winter Olympics, just watching it this morning, in fact, and thinking like, it's a shame you don't have a cape. How do you, how much, sorry to interrupt, but how much better do you think the bobsled or skeleton would look if there was a cape billowing behind? I think a, a thousand percent. I definitely would, would tune in all, all year round if they had a cape. <laughs> Rather than every four years, you'd have my attention every week, mate, every week. And then you mentioned Snowy. You like dogs. You say you like dogs and you wouldn't be averse to playing yeah, love. having a dog play you. You picked out Snowy from Tintin. I love Snowy. Also, why do, why, what is it about dogs you love so much and why would you like a dog playing you? Well, obviously, you know, there's a lot of bad dogs out there, like there are bad people. But I think there's a lot of very cute, very plucky, um, very fluffy little guys out there. And I just think particularly sort of smaller, you know, like your terriers, they're always sort of they're always up to something or they're always look ready they always look ready for an adventure and I think that's how I see myself is that you a terrier always ready for adventure yeah I'm always like okay got my little backpack on let's because <laughs> in your in the in the first episode of your new um series on BBC3 PS mm. Lazy Susan PS mm. P- PPS mm-hmm. um there's a scene where you're on a date a character not you um with mm. a comedian by the name of James Acaster and mm-hmm. part of your anatomy is wagging during yes. the meal. Yeah, yeah. Was that one of your ideas? Do you think humans should wag something? Like, would you would you like to see humans wag things more if, <laughs> if they're enjoying yeah. themselves? Yeah, I think it would definitely, particularly for some people who are a bit hard to read. If we all had, if we all had sort of little tails like dogs, you'd be like, okay, well, I sort of, I got the measure of this person now. They might not be giving much face but the tail at the back is giving me all the sort of social cues I need. <laughs> <laughs> Have you found social cues hard in the past? Is that why you would like something? <laughs> I mean, to wag to like visually aid you in any kind of like statement you make next. Oh yeah, every, every day, always a challenge. Always a challenge to read the room. <laughs> and, and, and so you mentioned it's abs- going to be have abstract moments, this film. It's going to be maybe yeah. a bit heightened. Mm-hmm. So what genre would you say it is and what kind of budget are we looking at? I know you talked earlier about, you know, Rivita. You know, there's going to be some pretty yeah. smack, like pretty banging crackers on offer here. Hollywood money crackers and toppings, yeah. paprika yeah, and the yeah, like. Yeah. So what sort yeah, of budget yeah. are we looking like and what sort of genre is the film? I think we're going to keep it in on the indie mm. on the indie level, just to sort of regain as much creative control as possible. <laughs> um and I think genre-wise, I think it's really going to be a melting pot. So, you know, you know, elements of sort of abstract sort of fantasy, a bit of kitchen sink Lovely. realness, a bit of horror. Um, so it's so comedy, basically. <laughs> so it's a series of sketches? It's a sketch show. <laughs> yeah, ser- series of sketches. Um, but yeah, really sort of taking you on that, on that journey. Is that, is that because your life feels like a melting pot? That why, that's why everything's in there? I think so, yeah. Some days, you know... Wow, so fun other days. Oh my god, I'm so scared. Yeah, I really just want to. I just want to sort of take an audience through that. You know, you, is, is this real? Is it not? Yeah, sorry to interrupt. I just wanted. To, do you like horror? Do you know what? I'm. I weirdly love writing it, but I cannot watch it because it makes me too scared. I know it sounds like a sort of pathetic brag. Like, <laughs> my my imagination is just so vivid, but it, I just I genuinely can't, like. I was writing a sort of spoof of like a of a horror film and I watched the trailer and then some clips of Suspiria, the newest one that came out. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I was literally up in the night. I was literally up that, like I literally couldn't sleep. It was horrendous. I had nightmares about it. Then I woke up like genuinely like frightened <laughs> in the night and, and like couldn't, every time I shut my eyes, I could see it. So, so and that's I just the trailer. 
and that's literally just the trailer yeah so th- I mean there's some of them that I can handle I loved like get out I thought that was sort mm. of good and that was just this sort of creeping like familiar but strange like what the hell have you seen the trailer for his new film called nope uh funnily enough nope but um, I know it just it just came out when we record this. The Super Bowl's just been on. That's when it premiered. It just looks so good, but it's also <laughs> that foreboding. Like there's like a tr- a train heading straight at you. That's just got it's gonna absolutely like blow your head off. It, it, that's what it feels like. This sort of <laughs> or like actually, I love. There's a couple of classic horror films like Don't Look Now. Yeah, and like The Shining and stuff. So I can handle some, but they're very limited. And I, I remember watching The Shining with with a flatmate years ago we watched it like on a Saturday morning just to try and be like we should watch some classics and and I was still still scared but, <laughs> but you know I like I like to be challenged so yeah so this is going to be a melting pot this is a genre melting pot we're going to we're going to we're genre ha- melting pot. A genre yeah. melting pot having everything in but which parts of your life Freya Parker will have mm. to be in cheeky stroke crackers and why well obviously you know there'll be all sort of all element all shades of the uh of the life you'll have your early days climbing trees um got really into ice skating did you i did yeah my poor mum taking me to this freezing cold quite rough ice rink every saturday quite rough um <laughs> yeah so i'll probably have have those days in there there used to be like a big like a pan like an ice skating pantomime every year were you ever in that yeah so I was in it every year but it'd be like the kind of the younger kids would play like snowflakes and you'd sort of come on and do like a sort of agonized little <laughs> spin in your costume it's a big deal and obviously like classic kids production you're rehearsing it for like six months you know every week for like an hour just epic and then oh silly but it's so exciting oh my god and that's when I decided to get into Hollywood <laughs> <laughs> so obviously the ice skating oh um I was always, I've always been into climbing, so climbing trees, um, rock climbing as an adult. Um, wow. But I once had an, an accident because I thought this could be like a, a sort of drama, like this is this will be one of the serious bits. Right, where okay. I had like a, a, like a gruesome accident <gasps> where I was out in the garden on my own, actually in my neighbour's garden, balancing on a wall, and then I slipped into a hole where someone had stacked uh, sheets of glass. <laughs> But it, it ah. gets worse. It gets worse because I fell head first and I slit my throat. <laughs> oh my god! What? What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this will be a sort of first act peak. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I survived. <laughs> but it could have been a lot worse. I basically like grazed my windpipe, but it didn't didn't cut it. But my poor mum. My bro- my brother like ran ahead. Freya slit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, what do you remember much about that incident? Yeah, I do. I do. I remember sort of like looking at my jumper and it was like, like blood was literally just soaking. I was just watching the blood like soak. soak oh my like, God. Top, top to the bottom. But I also had like, you know, when you'd get like a sort of cut under your nail, like, on, you know, I had like this tiny little cut and like, I'm obviously they called an ambulance. And I remember saying to these like paramedics, like, oh, I've cut my finger. And they were like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, we'll just put the pop the finger down there, and we'll just deal with this other thing. <laughs> I that is absolutely horrifying. Horrendous. And the older I get, the more I'm like, oh my god, again, just my poor mum, my poor mum, dealing with that. Uh, so it grazed it grazed your windpipe. So it grazed my windpipe. Yes, yeah. so it didn't. Obviously, if it had gone any further in, it would have been like very very serious. But as it was, it was more just the shock and the blood, and I had to get stitches and stuff few days off school 
Yeah, yeah. okay. The, the, the very thought of it, honestly, my neck has gone cold. My whole yeah, body's it's, good. It's, it's awful. Yeah, it's so awful. <laughs> what was it? Why was there a hole full of glass? You'd have to ask my neighbour, David. Yeah, I've got no idea. It was one of those, like, I definitely shouldn't have. It was like a bit of, their garden was massive and it had like this, these old sort of old, um, like raised beds that people used to grow vegetables in yeah. many years before. So I, I definitely shouldn't have mm. been there balancing on an old wall. And like, yeah, it's definitely like out of bounds. Oh my God. Area. You still like climbing? Yeah, I love it. I mean, I haven't been for so long now with the pandemic, but yeah, I love, yeah, I've got a slight, um, I mean, not a total like free solo screw loose, but <laughs> I, I do, I do feel quite, quite fearless <laughs> with stuff like climbing. Oh, well, I've slipped my throat. What's the worst that can happen now? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the thing, you know, one, I feel like at the in the first act of the film, this will be the point where afterwards you'll see like, oh my God, she, you know, she's had a brush with death now. Right. Oh, she's, Not, Nothing can stop her. She's fearless. And why do you want a dog to go through falling into a, a hole full of glass head first? Why, why would you put a dog through that? That's disgraceful. I think just purely to see if, if they can. <laughs> you know? So we've got some amazing scenes going in mm-hmm. formative scenes but which moments are going to be on the cutting room floor Freya Parker for cheeky slash crackers which moments aren't going to feature in the film well I've had a lot of haircuts in my time <laughs> and when I was a teenager so I think the difference between like teens now versus teens when I was a teen you know there wasn't like social media like there is now obviously you know mm. there wasn't like everything was documented. I mean, mm. how mortifying, how mortifying if all of those mistakes were just online forever. But yeah, I, I used to cut my own hair, had it very short. What? I was really into punk, had my lip pierced. <gasps> but I think kids now, like, again, like you watch Euphoria, they all just look so great. <laughs> and like, even like, like Euphoria makeup is like this massive hashtag that, because the, the makeup is so good. So I think teens now, they're not going to look back and be like, oh God, how embarrassing. But they're going to look back and be like, yeah, I look so fucking cool and great. <laughs> I actually think I'm not sure people would be ready for how bad my hair was. How bad? How bad? What are we talking about? It looked like a, it just looked like a helmet. <laughs> it, it just it looked like almost like a German army helmet. <laughs> it looked like a Nazi helmet. No, it looked like, yeah, just sort of, oh, it was just awful. At one point it was like blonde, but again, like not not cool blonde, pre-lightener. So you, before you dye your hair like a blonde, you have to like strip the color out first, so it goes like kind of orange. And for right. some reason, I just left. I left it at that stage. <laughs> I just left it at the orange stage, and I'd sort of give it, you know, a little trim myself. And I mean, I was, I, you know, I enjoyed it at the time. And you also, you're quite punky. So who were you listening to? Which band? Like, which bands were influencing you at the time then to to have an orange oh, hair God. Um, helmet? I was really into Fugazi. Okay. I was really into like propagandy and oh god I haven't thought about these bands for so long <laughs> loved a band called like they called like no effects and yep bit, no of, bit of pop punk bit of like hard or like dis- discord records like nation okay. of ulysses all of this sort of stuff so I was really into like old school punk and then also like pop punk and yeah <laughs> just punk so the haircuts wouldn't, wouldn't feature you wouldn't that, that 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 is a part like you say because because there's no record of them I'm assuming or there's a limited record of there's these a very limited record yeah 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 and I think that's how it should stay. So I think I'd probably, I'd probably block that. But uh, yeah, apart from that, you know, I want to be really open with this project. <gasps> that's nice. Yeah, I want to actually show people, you know, this is my, this is my life. I'm only going to do this once, so why hold back? Do you like those films where people, or documentaries where people 
are like that, where they kind of try and be warts and all, or are you, are you skeptical of, the, of their honesty? I think it always depends, like, what's the motivation for that honesty? If it's to sort of sell more tickets, <laughs> I'm always slightly mistrustful. But if it's something like, I don't know if you've ever seen, there's a documentary called Heart of, I think it's called Heart of Darkness that accompanies Apocalypse Now. Oh, yeah, I'm Francis, aware of it. Francis yeah. Ford Coppola's wife made it when while they were making the film. Yep. And it's just as trippy and insane as the film. <laughs> so I think if it's something like that, then, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Where people are literally saying things that you're like, are you going to regret that? <laughs> incredibly honest one guy's just like yeah i was on acid for the, the whole thing the whole time i'm just on acid and you're like yeah but you could have got away with that just being like what phenomenal performance what phenomenal bit of acting but he's like no no it was acid the whole it was just acid the whole time it's fine finding a balance between not being so honest that you'll never work again but being <laughs> just enough honesty to sort of draw people in what about like those those films or or, or documentaries where it's quite it's really cringe inducing where people are so open or they've not they've not had a say in the edit or whatever you know that they actually there's they're, they're, they're kind of really exposed on screen i mean how, how do you find watching pieces like that i, I mean it never it never feels great does it <laughs> particularly when you've what when you've watched it and you're like oh fascinating and then you obviously you get on google and then you're like oh they were really against it coming out <laughs> you're like, oh, i've just been this sort of voyeur then of, i've just sort of crossed a line almost yeah so i don't want people to basically i don't want to sort of do this project and then distance myself from it <laughs> but i mean We've we've spoken about some of the influences, I think, on this project, Cheeky Straight Crackers. But are there influences yeah. on this film from TV or film or literature or comics or theatre or whatever that you would really love to bring to bear on this? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I want the visuals to be a huge part of it. You know, and I, like I've just seen June. Okay. Um, I'd love that kind of look, you know, that sort of expanse. Okay. Um, Sandy, you want that, to basically film in, in the desert? Or just here in LA, out on that beach. But no, I'd, lo- I'd love the, um, the visuals to be very striking. Yeah. Um, and to have that sort of otherworldly quality. So scale of, the scale of June. But then the sort of fun, kind of, you know, very playful, colourful world of the, of the Muppets, obviously. Um, <laughs> so that sort, of, that sort of Jim Henson kind of magical, magical vibe. Maybe like, you know, the sort of ri- richness of something like, I've just watched Spencer as well. I love the visuals oh, right. in that. It's very sort of, um, like, a, it's quite a small story, but in a really mm. interesting place, which I'd, I'd like to sort of use that kind of, that kind of element. But yeah, I'm, I'm basically, I'm bringing, I'm, I'm, I'm standing on the shoulders of giants with, with this project, Herbie. You know <laughs> what I mean? And I think I... Scorsese wants to um, exact produce, so. Does he? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And I want to get um, Jane, what's her, what's her surname? Campion. I'm, Jane Campion, I'm yes. Great shout out yeah, to direct. She's been, if she's available, yeah, we're still, she's very busy now. Well, right? she, rightly so. she did do The Power of the Dog and obviously you being a dog lover and this and a dog playing you, that kind of feeds in, that's, I think. Yeah, that's, exa- that's exactly. She's um, used to working with dogs life. is what I'm saying. She knows how to get exactly, the best yeah. performance out of dogs. I've not seen The uh, Year of the Dog, but I'm assuming it's about a dog and all the I whole cast it, yeah. of dogs. So I'm assuming she knows how to, you know, how to really get those performances out of dogs. I th- yeah, I think it's sort the of, power of the secret, life of, secret Life of Pets vibe. Yes. I've seen it myself. Um, but yeah, I assume it's just like dog, dogs having japes in, a, in the big city. That's it. I think, can I bring up the fact that you, you've really floated a, a fantastic idea, Muppet June? Yeah, oh my God. Well, can you imagine the big worm coming out and kind of being like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> I want to know more about that guy. 
I mean, I love the idea of having the scale of Dune and the colour of the Muppets. I mean, it's, uh, it's, an, it's an unusual look, especially with its euphoria tinged as well. So with all these influences at play, yeah. if the critics love it or hate it, how would that affect you and your next project? Would it affect you and your next project? It's, it's not going to affect. Look, <laughs> haters, haters going to hate, mm. you know? You know, you, you're not making it for the critics. You're making it for yourself. You're making it for the people. And I think as long as things keep continuing to get greenlit, yeah. I, I don't mind, you know, I'm, I realised many years in, ago in Edinburgh, like, I can read reviews if I know they're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'll, I'll read the nice ones. Very nice. Thank you very much. I'll not read the bad ones. And I'll just, I'll just keep going. I'll just keep going with my vision. Did, did you have someone tell you, oh, you can read this one. This one's good. So like, you're like an imperial taster, sort of tasting the foods, going, that's not poisoned, you can eat that. Like, was it, was it very much like that? Kai, I mean, some years you're always like, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not even going to, I'm going to, I'm deleting everything off my phone. And then you're just like, you're just like, oh God, I've got to, I've got to look. I've got to. And then you look and if it's bad, you're like, it just hurts. So <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, like you, you'll always remember the, you'll always remember the bad ones, mm. and not the good ones. It's so silly. It's so silly. And as soon as you leave Edinburgh, you're like, oh, none of it matters. <laughs> well, for something like Forgive Me Mother, which obviously that wasn't your first show. I think that was our fourth show, I think. OK, right. So, you yeah. you know, that's a that's a hefty old wedge of time and effort yeah. and, and energy to, to, to put into to, to your career. So when you were nominated for Newcomer, what well, for a start. How, how does that feel like what, what what does it mean how did you find out what did you do did you go nuts what what happened yeah I you know I did go nuts and actually like we it was a, it was a genuine surprise it was a hundred percent like are you absolutely shitting me could not <laughs> could not believe like genuinely couldn't believe it we'd had like quite a buzzy year or like a buzzy fringe once it got going but I think because we'd gone up there with such low expectations we've basically <laughs> gone up there going like let's just survive this month <laughs> let's just try and survive this absolute madness that's the fringe so yeah it was like it, it was great and also like you're so in that kind of mindset of like you know you got flying you got to try and sell the show that as soon as you get nominated like you sell out so that was sort of the best bit of it that we were like oh my god we don't have to fly here tomorrow it means everything and nothing but it was it's sort of nice to get some sort of uh I don't know, some sort of like recognition or something I don't know you know it, it's so it's so mad up there and it's also it's quite a sort of mad thing that people go like, that's the best show because every show is so different. Yeah. And there's, there's thousands of shows up there and, and they've all, you know, most of them have got merit. And even just getting up there is just such a sort of epic, like, odyssey of like, you know, you go insane. You drive your family insane. So <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's sort of nice amongst all that madness for people to go like, yeah, good girls. <laughs> <laughs> good girls. Yeah. Good girls, have a little treat. There you go. Would you be fly? Would you two be flying? Would you, you and Celeste? Would you be flying yourselves, or did you have people like a team to help? Yeah, you? we. Yeah, we. Well, both. We. You have like a team of flyers, and then you're out there yourself trying to sell it. You know, you'd be in the Pleasant's courtyard. There's hundreds of people trying to sell their shows, and some people would like either listen politely, they'd say no. Sometimes people would be like, <laughs> no, and they'd really love being like, get out of my face. Oh yeah, some days I'd be like, oh god, I can't do this. <laughs> But you, but you, but you've got to. Edinburgh's mad. It's a great place, but it is taxing in sort of very particular, bizarre ways. Had did you, had you, had you, and Celeste, or even because you you perform individually as well. Had you written material for uh, twenty twenty or twenty twenty one even? 
Uh, is there is there a show that you haven't performed basically waiting to be performed? There is, but of my own show, we had, there isn't a Lazy Susan live show in the mix at the minute. But I'd written I was going to go up and do a solo hour in 2020. Oh man! So there isn't. I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's a polished gem by any stretch, but there is a sort of show that sort of never was. Did one preview, and then it was locked down. <laughs> does that show? Does that show kind of niggle at you? Does you? Do you? Are you really keen for people to see it? Is it? You know, you constantly working on it and bringing it like to bring it back or. Does it feel like a loss from a lost yeah, time? Um, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. There's some stuff there that still sort of works. But yeah, but there's a lot of it that I'm like, I don't care about that anymore. <laughs> like, <it doesn't> seem, <laughs> like who, who cares? We've just had like this massive global event. Not that you particularly, every show needs to be about the pandemic, but it, it has sort of changed everything. So it is this weird sort of snapshot of time that you're like, oh, that world that that came from doesn't exist anymore. I mean, when they all sort of first started kicking off, I wasn't one of those people who immediately were like, oh my God, I'm taking my comedy online. I'm getting a Twitch. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so scared. And you know, this, this virus, it's like, it's fucking coming for our parents and our grandparents. And I was like, I don't feel funny at all. But you know, I was like, oh my God, fair play to the people who were immediately like, I've written a lockdown sitcom. I wasn't one of those people. So I think it, it just took a while to feel funny again I think or to kind of even that like that muscle in in your brain that is your sort of funny muscle it, mm. for me it just sort of took a while for that to like come back and not just feel like it was on a sort of being electrocuted on a hot place <laughs> the pandemic <laughs> does it feel does it does it feel um all right, so it's a silly question this does it do you kind of feel complete again now that it's back do you feel like you're kind of back to normal now that that's come back yeah, I think things don't, still aren't totally back. Oh, but, but then having said that, I think they are for some people. I think some people are just out there living their lives. I've been, I still feel quite cautious, which is ironic because I've got COVID at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been sort of been quite cautious about sort of going out and doing gigs, but I think it is all coming back and which does feel really good. It's suddenly not this like, oh my God, oh my God, gigs, where are they? Like it was so awful when everything shut down mm. and it is, it is very cool that it is all coming back. And on and on the subject of returning, mm. the premiere of Cheeky Straight Crackers is taking place. Oh, wow. Where's yeah, it taking place and who's invited? Well, we've been floating like a few different venues. Mm. Um, and the one that's actually come out on top, purely because like the management have been so good and the, you know, the front of house staff are incredible. And we're actually going to do it at Eminem World. <laughs> <laughs> Got the red one and the yellow one have been just fantastic everything we could need because obviously you know, like you know it's a colorful fun absolutely insane world that nobody really knows what goes on in there but when you get in there you're like wow I'm in someone's hallucination and I think again that's the vibe that's the vibe of cheeky stroke crackers it's like it's lots of colors mm. it's like things that you're not sure like are you a lot are you an animal are you human <laughs> there's uh, there's eyes on you and you've got shoes on but what like what is this and it's that sort of destabilizing, yeah, sort of slight hallucinogenic energy that is cheeky stroke crackers. And incredibly, it's actually an open invitation. <laughs> it's actually first come, first served. <gasps> That's a really good, yeah. really good system. Really good yeah. system. Yeah. I, I really like the description of cheeky stroke crackers as possessing destabilizing energy. <laughs> so yeah, it rewrites yeah, yeah. your, rewrites your um, perception of reality. Yeah, it's sort of you know it's it's a it's a hallucination it's like an exploding star it's just, <laughs> you know am i having fun am i in pain it's it's all of these elements can i eat this thing is this this thing is talking to me but it looks like it's edible yeah. can i eat have this I just, yeah 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 have i just eaten a friend 
that's, you know, it's, it's all up for grabs, essentially. I, I'm so yeah. thrilled. I mean, there's a, such an opportunity for some really disturbing events to take place there. And I, I just... Oh, my God, yeah. And, and in a brightly lit space as well, because I'm assuming you keep it oh, brightly lit as so, evidence. So bright, yeah, yeah, yeah. We basically, like me and the team, one thing that we've, <laughs> we've always stuck to is that there's nowhere to hide. That's been, you know, that's pinned up in, in the production office. There's nowhere to hide. And I think, again, we just want to continue that, <laughs> that to the to the premiere. So lights on the whole the whole time. Yeah. And so who isn't invited to the, the premiere and why? Is, I mean, you say first come, first served. Could that include enemies as well as friends? Or are there some people who are actively discouraged from attending? To be honest, I feel like my enemies wouldn't sort of dare come because obviously <laughs> there's going to be security there. Security have, you know, they have my enemies book. They've all got a copy of that. Yeah. Um, and there'll be, you know, pictures, obviously, at the security points. So to be honest, the only thing I wouldn't want there are things like, again, animals like cro- like crocodiles, snakes. Yeah. The scary, the scary guys. Scary guys. Yeah. Don't yeah. want them there. Um, don't want them. Have don't you had that trouble there, in but... the past? Have you had that trouble in the past? Have you had some of those attend some of your shows and they've kind of been a bit rowdy? Not yet, but then, you know, that's only because I've been so careful. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not sort of getting a massive stake in my hand, waving it near a crocodile, thinking like I'm in control. I mean, I'm not that. I'm not that foolish, and I think it's sort of served me. It's served me well up to now. Have you ever been near a wild crocodile or snake? Have you ever held a snake? No, absolutely not. I have been near both on the same day. I went to New Orleans on holiday a few years ago, and you can go kayaking. I mean, I'm a fucking kayaking, great. And it's this guy who was he had a cowboy hat on and he was leading us you know through the bayou and then he said like it's the worst sentence i've ever heard oh looks like it's gonna be a snaky day oh no yeah and i was like oh 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 god and then he there was like a bird hide opened it up and there were two snakes in there fighting and he pulled them both out oh just awful and then there were loads of um crocodiles um, he was like, oh, you know, there's a big boy. And they, they lie in the sun to sort of warm their blood up before mm. they kind of get out and about, do their stuff. So quite the afternoon. And these snakes were fighting and he broke it up like he was in a he pub put, brawl. Just, yeah, yeah, he just held them both up, kind of laughing. Uh... Absolutely, absolute madman, you know. And, and, and that was the day that I was like, make a note of this. <laughs> any sort of, any kind of premier big event access denied for these these two species it's going to be a snaky day i've never forgotten it oh, that is a terrible sentence to hear when you're in a kayak in the in a in a bayou isn't it yeah yeah because i was also thinking like if he if they bite him how are we what are we gonna do because <laughs> <laughs> it was so hot that all of our phones had malfunctioned <laughs> really yeah when when iphones get really hot this weird exclamation mark comes up on the screen and they just turn off wow yeah yeah but i was like oh god so if he we're on our own out here. <laughs> what if it was a? What if he caught sight of a crocodile with like really big earphones on and like a dial and a machine, and it was like jamming your iPhones? That's what it was doing. It was actively those guys, right? Honestly, yeah. Do you know what? It would not have surprised me in the least. <laughs> not surprised me in the least. Well, there we have it. Cheeky stroke crackers featuring fringe fighting, a baby born in a full suit and sunglasses, Meryl Streep. Gonzo's chicken relationship status, Snowy from Tintin, a time machine, 
cape wearing, an ice skating pantomime, falling headfirst into a hole full of glass, an orange hair helmet, and no crocodiles or snakes. Freya Parker, congratulations on being greenlit. Hey, thank you so much. What a what a pleasure, what a privilege. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>